Hello, everybody. It is Labor Day. It is also Monday, and that also means is another episode of Hot Takes and Protein Shakes with yours truly, Tony Capobianco. Now, before I get started, I want to remind you of a few comedy dates I got coming in for you for September of 2022. Here we go. So on Friday, September 16th, I'll be at Shenanigans Comedy Theater in Huntsville, Alabama for the callback show. Friday, September 23rd, I'll be at Athens Ale House in Athens, Alabama, headlining that show. Following that, I'll also be up at Fort Campbell, Kentucky, performing for the motherfucking troops. And lastly, on September 28th, will be our Up Down Comedy Showcase here in Nashville, Tennessee. Lots of good laughs, a lot of great shows coming up. Can't wait to see you. Also, if you're looking for a discount on protein, supplements, fat burners, muscle builders, recovery, wellness, apparel, and so on and so forth, check out Redcon One. Redcon One is America's favorite supplement brand where they have everything you could possibly need, whether it be building muscle, burning fat, maintaining recovery, however you want to put your wellness, you do it. Also, they have one of my favorite products. As I've said many times before, fade out. If you really need sleep as much as I do, and you realize how underrated sleep and rest is, fade out is for you. I mean, they got gummies, they got it in powder form. Definitely check that out. And you can receive 20% off your order of Redcon 1 products using the promo code T20TonyTellJokes. That's right. My handle is my promo code. So just completely steering into the meathead knuckle dragger silverback. So Tony, tell joke, you save 20%. Ah, ha, 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 ha. Cool. This is a very special episode of Hot Takes and Protein Shakes because it might get me in trouble. Now, why will it get me in trouble? Well, we're going to be discussing something that's been in the social stratosphere for a while, and that is... The uh, body positivity, body acceptance, movement, ideology, whatever. So you're probably wondering, why would I ever want to do that? Well, in this day and age, uh, well, it's 2022. I think everybody's bullshit meters are kind of going off haywires these days. If something smells like it, it is. So why would I want to do this? Well, health and fitness has always been something that I've been passionate about, especially in the background. These days, with everybody being so conscious with their bodies and with their health, there's a lot of misinformation out there, and nothing is more prevalent in misinformation than this. Here's the thing. I believe in body positivity. I do. Nobody should be able to feel bad about the way their body is. However, it is your body, so you should do the right thing and take care of it. And the main part where I disagree in this uh, rhetoric is the body acceptance. You just accept that your body is the way it is and you have zero control over it. Uh, That is false. I won't say in regards to like either your skin color, your height, anything like that. No, you have no control over that. However, your weight is something you do have control over because if you can bring it up, you can bring it down. This isn't rocket science. It's basic biology. And I want to try to say this with as little condescension as I can. So what we're going to do is we're going to listen to some 
TikTokers promoting body acceptance, promoting body positivity. And this might be just as painful for you as it is for me. So let's just get into it. It never fails that anytime I talk about my eating disorder or all the things I used to do to lose weight, at least one person will pop their head out of the ground just to say, you know, you can lose weight in a healthy way. It doesn't need to be so extreme. And I don't know how else to explain that for me and for many, many other people, that is simply untrue. Actually, it is true. And let me explain. I'll mansplain it, done. <laughs> oh, identify as an asshole. Uh, yeah, it is true. It is 100% true. It's just like, you know, losing weight in a healthy way is possible. It's just not all the ways you would hope. Because when it comes to losing weight, I can, I mean, what do I know? I'm just some jackass that's done it before. But when it comes to doing that, you have to play the long game. None of this is going to happen overnight. You can't have like, you know, broccoli and chicken for a week. And then suddenly you have six pack abs. That's just not how it works. You have to play the long game. And that requires a lot of discipline, a lot of self-control, and a lot of patience. But if you're expecting to look like, you know, ultimate curvaceous supermodel in a week, it's like, why haven't I seen any changes? This can take months and months and months and maybe even years of effort. But you have to stick with it. Otherwise, if you're going to fall off the rails, then that's going to be the cause and effect. And I also think this ties into our culture's concept of instant gratification because if you think about it, we have everything on demand. We have entertainment on demand with Netflix and Hulu and Amazon. We have shopping on demand with Amazon, with Walmart, with just the internet in general. If there's something you want, bam, it's right there at their door. You have food on demand. You have DoorDash, Uber Eats. You can just order a pizza. 15 minutes, it's right there. You don't have to talk to anybody. So with having the body that you want, you want it now. Well, guess what? That ain't gonna happen. Whenever you walk into the grocery store lane and you see like all those magazines, like I lost 21 pounds. How to last 21 pounds in seven days. That is not possible. I don't know what kind of BS they're kind of just shoving your way, but that is not how it works. Because if it were that easy, it would just stay off. Everybody would be, everybody would be skinny. And that, that's just not true because that is just, that's like clickbait. So never mind what those magazines are telling you. Listen to somebody who's actually done it. This takes my, I lost 30 pounds in, I don't know, like five months. And God damn it, I look good. <laughs> if you can't get the body you want on demand instantly, then like, why am I even doing this? Like, I can't have the body I desire. I can't see, I can't look the way I see myself in my head on demand. Then what's the fucking point? Ah. Because the second I start ignoring my body's cues. Cues, you mean cravings? It's over. The instant my body tells me it is hungry and I choose either not to feed it or to underfeed it, which is what a calorie deficit is, it knows it's time for famine. I can't help but think that your cues aren't telling you to eat egg whites. You know, my cues were my cues were acting up the other day. And they were telling me to eat triple fudge ice cream. But did I listen to this? No, I did not. Why? Because I understood the cause and effect of this situation. If I engorged myself on uh, triple fudge ice cream, yes, I have the gratification of mm, this tastes yummy and creamy and good. What is the effect? I'm going to look like Aquaman if you drown in a well. Now for you 
comic fans like that's not possible actually aquaman can breathe underwater just go with the metaphor all right jesus christ imagine if my cues told me to call my ex what's the cause and effect there cause i call my ex effect i get chlamydia that was probably a little tmi for you it goes into scarcity mode it thinks I don't have access to food, and as a result, my body turns on all the alarms to try to get me to eat as much as humanly possible so that I can survive this famine. That's called withdrawals. Maybe your body isn't being used to being this satisfied all the time. You're breaking a cycle. If you're used to eating all the time, and suddenly your body is like, feed me more. If your body is telling you, hey, I'm out of sweet, delicious yum-yums, what are we going to do about this, huh? Yeah, this runs parallel to somebody with, with going through withdrawals. If you're an alcoholic going through withdrawals, the solution isn't to go down to the packy and get a six-pack. If you're a drug addict and you're, and you're having cravings, the solution isn't to go down methadone mile. Honestly, your body kind of sounds like that spoiled brat from uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. You know, the little girl that always get what she wants. Like, I want, you know, well, she sang that song. I want it now. Everything she got, she wanted. And when she didn't get it, she put through a fucking fit. That's what your body is doing. It's throwing a fit because it doesn't have any cookies. If you remember in the movie, uh, what was her name? Veruca Salt. She sang the I Want Everything Now song, stepped on the scale, and declared her a bad egg. And what did it do is sent her down the garbage chute. Are we seeing the parallels here? And I want you to imagine what it's actually like. Oh God, she's an up talker. To go through your day with your body screaming at you that it's starving, and you just have to pretend that that's not happening. Let me try to say this in a way that some people might understand. I am aware that it's happening and this is what the body is going through because it recognizes there is a break in its routine. I can't fucking keep this up. <laughs> I'm going to talk like a normal person. I, I recognize that this is a very unpleasant feeling, but in the long run, it needs to happen. God, how do these people get used to talking like that? There is no way to casually pursue weight loss when you're in that state. The behaviors have to be extreme because it's an extreme situation. It's not actually that extreme at all. I mean, I did it. Here's the other thing. I sponsor a kid in Africa right now where they provide food, schooling, education, clothes, all that. If I had to explain to her the problems that women in the United States face every day, she would just file tell you crackers to go fuck yourselves. <laughs> oh, oh, there's something funny about uh, a nine-year-old kid from Africa calling white women crackers. <laughs> Probably because it's filled with carbs. Do you ever, do you ever just realize that? Like we are that this is the sound of somebody who's had everything they want. They are plagued by convenience. This is the sound of somebody who always gets the window seat on, on an airplane. Only now they get the window and the aisle. All right, that was a cheap joke, but you know, art reflects life. <laughs> so when people talk about how weight loss is not an option for them or weight loss is harmful for them, just believe them. No, no, I, think, I don't think I will. It sounds more like an excuse to keep up your sugary-filled lifestyle. It sounds like you're holding up a shield of sugar-coated lies. Uh, that, or this sounds like somebody who attempted to lose weight, failed, 
then rather get the right information, see a trainer, see a nutritionist, listen to their doctor, something, make the right effort. They rather just tell other overweight people to stay fat so they don't have to be reminded of their own failures. Have egg whites in the morning or throw a pity party. Pity party or no pity party, you're still a bad egg. All right, that wasn't bad. Let's try another one. This one, apparently, this girl has issues with before and after photos. So let's proceed. I generally don't condone people posting before and after photos, particularly before and after weight loss photos. Oh, God, she's another up talker. How? I've talked about this on this platform before, and some people get very defensive. You can do whatever you want. Then what's your problem? I'm just explaining why I think it's problematic. Oh my God, how thick do you have to lay it down? Ah, you know what? I'm sure like whatever's gonna come out of your mouth is pretty stupid, but uh, the up talk is so thick among other things with this girl. <laughs> oh, that was another that was another mean joke, but you know. There's there's jokes that's low-hanging fruit, then there's jokes that's on the ground, and that shit was on the ground. Before and after photos, especially weight loss photos, are very prevalent on ED spaces on the internet. Then why are you going to those spaces? Oh my god. I mean, the internet is huge. There's so many other places you could go to. Uh, I don't know. I mean, go use Google, darling. I mean, what are you doing hanging around ED spaces? That's eating disorder of people. Uh, listening who don't know what ed not uh ed so yeah like what are you doing hanging around those spaces those are not good for you hanging around ed spaces online is like me hanging around furry websites the uh, i do not want to torture myself with that kind of stuff and neither should you. So people will look at these photos and be like this is what i need to look like this is what i need to do which is quite damaging when you have an eating disorder. Usually when people talk about eating disorders, they talk about um, was anorexia or bulimia. But you know what else is an eating disorder? Gluttony. Eating disorders are not the solution. They never were. I mean, Jesus Christ. I mean, even models, professional models have come forward and said, yeah, I had to, like, you know, eat like a Eucharist wafer and... Uh, uh, pee the entire day to fit into this dress. Well, guess what? We're not all supermodels, all right? That is the 0.01% of humans who are capable of looking like that. None of us are going to be on the cover of Vogue or none of these fashion magazines. And if anything, why would you? I also have yet to see the case of before and after photos where I didn't see an implicit narrative of I was worse before and I am better now. Okay, yeah, I can definitely attest to this because my before and after photos, I am infinitely so much better than now. I am so much better because in my before photo, which I'll, if you're watching this on YouTube, I'll show it. If not, if you're just listening to this, you can see on my Instagram. But yeah, when my before photo, it was not good. I was 240 pounds. I mean, I did have, I was muscle bound, but it was covered with, all this doughy goodness, and I was not happy. I mean, emotionally, I wasn't very happy with the way I looked. I didn't like the way I felt. I didn't like, you know, how 
Uh, my love handles were spilling over my waistline. I didn't like how I was having trouble breathing, climbing up the Stairmaster. I didn't like how I was, ha I was having joint pain. I didn't like how I was having back pain. I did not like how the state of my body was at the time. And if I were to just accept that, I would just sentence myself to a lifetime of pain. And I am not down for that. So... I did not hang around ED websites. I did not search for validation online. I went to my gym. I got a trainer. He told me exactly everything that needed to be said. It's a fucking fly. You know what? It all worked out in the end. Because like, I dropped 30 pounds. I'm down, down to 210, which, you know, hooray for me. Um, let's see. Yeah, my back feels so much better. Oh, here's another thing that wasn't happening. I wasn't getting laid. There was a lot of <laughs> stuff not happening. <sighs> but happy to say that's uh, no longer the case. What, what this sounds like, if she has a problem with before and after pictures, this kind of goes back to the first chick, is that she seems like she doesn't like seeing other people succeed. The new NFL season is starting up. And say your team wins. I'm a fan of the Patriots. Say the Patriots win, like they usually do. And like we're out there celebrating, but then like some what, I don't know, some Browns fans like, hey, what you're doing is really problematic because watching you guys celebrate your victory makes me feel really bad. Like you turned my victory about you. Like I am proud of the progress I've made. It took a lot of work. It took a lot of effort to get there, and I'm very proud of the results. And if you can't be happy with my results, then it sucks to be you. If anything, that this is like, you know, I would like it to be like a source of inspiration. It's like, hey, it can be done. Okay? I didn't have to, there's no magic pill. There's no miracle diet. It's just simple, clean eating. Okay? No, I exchanged fucking cheeto dust for protein powder okay nope no, no more processed carbs no more stuff riddled with sugar i think who said it but sugar is about as addictive substance as cocaine and if you're living down here in the south you can see there are a lot of addicts down here hell it's easy to get a freshman 15 if you move down here like i did so I feel like I've rambled a lot on that last one. And I just think that that's a problematic message with weight loss. For who? For who? For you? Because you sound like somebody who cannot stand the fact that somebody succeeded where you failed. It sounds like you can't stand the fact that somebody was able to follow the right steps and make progress and get the body that they wanted on top of all their amazing health benefits to go along with it. Meanwhile, yours just is still this out of shape, miserable mess. And I'm not going to cater to that. I'm not going to look at my fellow Patriots fans like, hey guys, relax, okay? We know we're amazing, despite not having Brady anymore. But we should take it easy on these Steeler, Steelers fans, okay? We should give the Tennessee Titans fans a rest. It's not their fault that they suck. <laughs> It's not their fault that their defense needs improvement. It's not their fault that, you know, 
Like they're down in passing yards and rushing yards and their offensive line is dog shit. The Pats being the best America's team is problematic for all those teams with a shitty offensive lines. Being a good team is problematic for people who, <laughs> who have zero passing yards. Doing, making all the right moves and doing all the right steps is problematic for people who can't get their shit together. And how is that my problem? Like, if you are healthier, happier, better off now, I'm really happy for you. No, you're not. That is another sugar-coated lie. Because in your brain, you're probably thinking, that should be me up there, not them. How dare they follow the right steps and make better choices. That should be me. Instead, it's, what you're doing is really problematic. You ever hear the uh, the phrase, you are what you eat? I'd say 80% of your body is what you eat. The 20% is your workout. And you literally are what you eat. If you're eating clean, if you're having like, you know, amping up your veggie intake, amping up your meats, refusing as much dairy and sugar as possible, then yeah, you're, the results are gonna reflect that. But if you're gonna be just chowing down on like, you know, processed foods, fast food, everything riddled with sugar, you are what you eat. Processed, sugary, and fake. You are what you eat. And that, and she is riddled with salt. Sometimes people use being body positive as an excuse not to take care of themselves. I do. I do believe that. This question makes me very passionate. This is really big for me because I've been like come for from other body positive influencers, but I feel like that messages other people yes. put out are very dangerous to a young woman who thinks that it's okay. I don't care what size you are. It's not okay to sit and eat cheeseburgers and ice cream all day. Like, okay. So what's the issue? Because I am not getting what you're trying to say. That has nothing to do with your size. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think there's a difference between acceptance and agreement. So like you can accept your body and be in disagreement with the health situation that you have. That's true. Nobody has to be a rail. Nobody has to be a full-blown, uh, muscle-bound, jacked-up 2% bodybuilder. However, I agree with the part that you know, there are some aspects of your health that need to be improved, whether it be blood pressure, uh, blood sugar intake, uh, heart, heart health. Heart health is huge. You don't have to be a skinny rail to get rid of that fat hanging around your heart. Right? You don't have to develop an ED to improve your heart health. All right. Those are very drastic extremes a lot of people seem to take. And I feel like health should be the number one priority like if you look good and you feel good then you are then fantastic however just because if somebody is a rail doesn't mean they got their shit together you know i know bodybuilders who are like you know two percent body fat the human body cannot survive long term on two percent body fat that's why we never see those photos at competitions they are that lean strictly for the competition they are never that lean year round that is next to impossible to maintain and if they do it's gonna work against them more than for them we hear fit experts always saying be skinny lose weight that's the healthy way yeah, to do like it people aren't saying be skinny it's don't be fat because 
there are a lot of health benefits. Actually, during COVID, I've had, I spoke to a lot of people who worked at hospitals, nurses and doctors, and they said, there are a number of factors of people who catch COVID, but the number one, just don't be fat. That's, those are their words verbatim, just don't be fat. Because apparently, if you're overweight, your immune system is drastically compromised, making, making you more susceptible to catching COVID, among other things. So, yeah, your body would thank you. So, but how but could we you love your say, body if you're fat? At least we don't say, like, be fat because it's better for your heart, it's, it's better for your soul, it's better for your... You know. Okay, so at least some people here have a brain, that's good. The fitness community is the reason why the body positive community exists, and I think that as a community, it's important for you guys to be a little bit more inclusive. Ah, oh, fuck no. Okay, all right. Yeah. So it's our, so it's the fitness community's fault. No, it's your insecurities fault. Yeah, I will say this about with a uh, fit people, myself included, as, as somebody that has been there, I appreciate when fit people actually are supportive of me on my journey. However, if you're like an overweight person and you tell other fit people, Hey, you need to support me in doing nothing. Then I mean, okay. I mean, the gym is inclusive. They don't, they don't cut anybody out. I fully support anybody that walks in through those doors with the full intention of bettering themselves, bettering their health. Just making a step in the right direction. I fully support anybody that does that. However, if you're just gonna just look for support and validation online, then you can just straight up forget it because the internet isn't a real place. So I guess in summary, nobody should be made to feel bad about their bodies for how it is at their current state. However, I also don't believe that nobody should be told to wallow in their own self-pity through sugar-coated lies to make somebody else feel better. I don't know how you guys feel about all that, but you know what, we did it. I offered my hot takes, a very a heaving helping of hot takes on this episode of Hot Takes and Protein Shakes. So overall, thank you guys for listening. Thank you for watching. Please like, rate, subscribe, play the algorithm into my favor, and I will see you next time.